This is the 911 Calls Podcast with the operator and his trusty junior assistant, Mr. Luna. I just want to let you know that I killed my wife and that I have a baby in here. After that, I will take my own life. Hey, uh, hey, Luna. Yeah. Um, let's get to, want to do a get to know each other activity? Okay. Yeah. Well, I won't touch you or nothing, but just have, hey, like, hey, Luna, what, uh, how old is, uh, hey. Hey, Luna, you got a, um... I'm here. You don't gotta keep saying, hey, Luna. Well, I just, you know, I just keep wanting to set it up proper. Okay, yeah. Question. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Do... Hey, Luna, do you have a uh, lady in your life? Yes. You know this. Oh. Do you? Oh, weird. Do you? Yes, actually, I do. I do. Oh, really? Not caring, only. Yeah. You you actually do? I got a lady. Yeah. I have two. I have three kids too. Shut up. That I know of. Yeah, for sure. They're roaming the Arctic plains while I record. I have no idea. I say, get out of the lair. Yeah. Go play. Oh, they live here outside. Okay, this is all a bunch of crap. Yeah. How old's your How old's your significant other? Well, uh, funny you should say that. I'm uh, twelve years older than her. Okay, that's probably okay because of how old you look. What's the spread on yours? The spread on mine. Uh, you mean the the amount of time between our yeah how okay so, uh, the, the number of years I don't know I think it's like eight years really eight years huh wow okay yeah hey hey Luna could you imagine being fifty eight years older than your w- wife fifty eight years no no yeah you ever heard of that kind of thing Uh yeah I mean it's disgusting I, you know what it is Just people taking advantage of people. Usually uh, old ladies taking advantage of young men. Or like, uh, well, maybe. Yeah, I guess that could be one way. Hmm. Or like, uh, I guess like a 64-year-old. And uh, You ever heard of anyone being 58 years older than their their spouse? Or their love interest? I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. I mean, what if they were like, what's the math, 64 and 8? You know, would that work? Oh, oh, that's a definite, um, that's a dynamic right there. I, it's a, like you said, that relationship probably is not a lasting one. Mm. Unless you want to be visiting your, your elderly lover in prison. <laughs> yeah, so 58 years is pretty, pretty rough. That's rough. I, I say 64 and 8 because 64 is the cutoff for... Uh, for life, I believe, with the coronavirus. It's right, right. And then eight is the age when you're allowed to start dating here in, in Antarctica. In Samoa. Yeah, there. Why? why? <laughs> Take it easy on Samoa. Are you sure about that? No. Wow, just throwing a... But they're, they, I should, I, you know what? I, I retract that Samoan statement because those dudes, they'll... Yeah, you might want to bleep it out. I mean, they'll beat you up. They'll bury you in the sand. What do you got against these people? You ever seen Mulan? Oh, wait, that wasn't Samoa. <laughs> wow. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> hey, so I got a call for you, T. I got a call for you to hear. Oh, really? You want to hear it? Yeah, no, we should get to it. Yeah. Please. Hey, though, no, go for it. Okay, so just a little heads up here. 
this guy that's calling is 79 years old. Mm -hmm. And he's calling about killing his 21-year-old wife. Oh, so that makes more sense than 64 and 8, that's for sure. The math was way off. The conversation was definitely way off. Yeah, let's, let's hear it, man. One's kind of criminal from, you know, just obvious standpoint, and then the other's sort of criminal from the, like, ugh, I would never want my eyeballs to see that relationship in action. 79 and 21, no. That's interesting what you just said there, though, real quick. That, like, it's like the older person that's almost criminal because you know he's using that younger person as, like, a trophy and for sex or whatever it is. Yeah. And then the younger person's clearly using the older person for, what would you say they're using them for? The younger person using the older person? Yeah, well, like, what would they possibly use them for? Extra skin. Yeah, that would be one thing. You could... I guess. Like, if you got burned and you needed skin grafts and you were a tight-bodied 21-year-old, you need to have somebody with some acreage in the dermal department. That's for sure. Yeah. Not a, not bad. What about what about money? You figure they could use it for money? Oh, yeah. Well, I'd never think about money. I just, you know, I've got so much, it's just like plays around <laughs> all right well we got a phone call here or what well i'm glad we talked this through yeah this is great yeah i got one you ready for me to hit play uh, yes been ready all right here we go i just want to let you know that i killed my wife and that i have a baby in here i called my neighbor to pick up the baby anybody who will pick up the baby is all right after that, I will take my own life. Okay, okay sir. How are you going to get So, that was a little hard to hear, partially because of the audio quality. And I really try hard to, you know, make the audio quality as high quality as the quality can be. Well, there was, there was a... But that one was hard for... Sorry, there was an accent issue there, obviously, too. I know you like to beat around the bush because you like to act like nobody has accents or something. Right. Well... I don't see accents. I just see skin color. Where was Buddy from? So this guy is a 79-year-old Port St. Lucie man calling 911 after killing his 21-year-old wife. His name was Gunther Florschinger. Mm. It was hard to hear that. So I'm going to go ahead and translate what he said for you here. You're going to tra- translate. Okay. This should be fun. Yeah. Well, you might need to translate what I translate, but we'll give it a go. Here we An go. extended episode. So he said, I just wanted you to know that I've killed my rifle. No. Okay. He said, he said his wife. It's much more. Why would he kill it? He said his wife. Killed his. Are you serious? That, I guess that makes more sense. Mm. And that I have a lady here. A baby. Baby. Right, baby. I called my neighbor to pick up the baby. Anybody who will pick up the baby is all right. Okay. After that, I will take my own life. Then the dispatcher tries to like interrupt him. Yeah. And he says, that's my message. No repeats. No repeats. So he was done. He was, it was over. And he hung up after that. He, he hung up. Pretty serious. I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but I, I respect the style. He is uh, not screwing around. You heard what you needed to hear. No repeat, no repeats. But what if she couldn't understand you, Gunther? So here's the interesting thing. There's another part of this call. I'm going to play it here in a second. They received two calls that night. One from Gunther and this one. Are you ready for me to hit play? Absolutely. All right, here we go. 911, please fire ambulance. I'm, I'm at the police. Okay, what's the problem? 
my, my neighbor just called and said that he just shot his wife, and he's about to burn his house down. Just try and stay calm for the child, okay? Bring her in the house, put a movie in or something, and try and get her, you know, to where she's not concentrating on all the chaos going on, okay? All right. All right. So this was the second 911 call that they received that night, and they received them both shortly after 1 a.m. So one was from Florschinger himself and the other from Steve Tango's wife. And for the life of me, I could not find out her name. For some weird reason, the whole news world was like, who called the, who, who was it that called the second time? Oh, that was Steve Tango's wife. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> they just want to say Steve Tango. Yeah. No one thought to say, what's, what's, what's her wife's name? Hmm. What's Steve's wife's name? Anyway, so Steve Tango's wife called, <laughs> naturally Steve, you know. His wife had originally picked up a phone call from Gunther, asking her to come and pick up his four-year-old stepdaughter. So Gunther wasn't the father of the girl. Can I ask you something real fast here? Did you already answer this question? Where's Gunther from? What's his national? Germany. Oh, he's German? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he's Samoan with all the disses you were throwing at Samoa in the beginning there. No, all respect to Samoans. I would never diss one. We're going to cut all the Samoan stuff out and edit, most likely. Oh, okay. Perfect. Because? You don't want me to talk about that too much more then, I guess, eh? I fear them. Eh, it's just more for me to edit out, I guess. Samoan potato. Samoan potato. Yeah, coconut, coconut. <laughs> That's a thing. So after receiving that call, they went and picked up the girl and then called 911 directly, which is the call that you just heard. She said that that night previously, they had just been grilling hamburgers together with the Florschingers, and that there didn't seem to be anything wrong between Gunther and his wife, Karhina. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that she was using him as a beach umbrella. Yeah, or skin investment, skin vestment. That's what she was using him as. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yes, so Karhina... There was nothing wrong between Gunther and Karhina. So if you notice something interesting, they both live in the U.S. Gunther and Karhina, which is not a German name or a name of German descent. Right. Karhina is from the Philippines. Okay, I understand. I mean... And I have confirmed that Karhina was a woman. Oh, good. A Filipino woman. I mean, it's good you confirm that. doesn't matter to me either way, because... Uh... You know. so I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we overcame the stereotype of, you know... Oh, it's, absolutely. White man goes to Philippines. Yeah, it was a German man. German man, Filipino woman. <laughs> right. All right. She said that there wasn't anything wrong, though, that uh, we had three couples over that night, and all the kids were playing, we were eating burgers. Hmm. Gunther, to run it back a little bit, give you a little more backstory on this sitch. Gunther and Karhina Florschinger, they met online while Karhina was living in the Philippines. And they had lived in the home that this whole incident took place in. They'd only lived there for about a year. During their online dating, Karhina ultimately ended up moving to the States to try to find a better life by marrying Gunther. Right. Keeping in mind that she's 21. It happens. He's 79. For sure. Money for looks, I guess. She has a kid. This is not their kid together, right? This is her child? No, it's not their kid. Okay. Right, correct. Looking over the scene and everything, I wouldn't exactly say that there was an outward appearance of wealth, but wisely saved and invested. Maybe Gunther had, you know, something in the bank. Hmm. Whether or not Karhina knew this, I have not been able to find it out because the journalists didn't dig very 
Look, they don't, we don't even know Steve Tango's wife's name. We don't know much on Gunther's financial records. We don't need to know Steve Tango's name. That's Steve Tango. That's all you need to know. Yeah, hey, Steve, what's your wife's name? Steve Tango's wife's name is Steve Tango's wife. Who's got two thumbs up and has a wife? <laughs> Steve Tango. Steve Tango. That's right. Anyway, trying to read some of the tea leaves here on the situation that comprised of their marriage relationship and whatnot. It seems to me that if you're living in the Philippines, you're 21, you've got a kid who's three, I guess, three when they moved, you know, when they moved to that house. In the Philippines, I would question whether or not you are seen in a positive light, single mother with a kid. Who knows? You know, life probably is not going to be very easy for you. I don't, I, I'm just guessing. No, you're right. Of course you're right. Everybody knows you're right. Everybody knows you're right. You so, you know, she's doing what she has to do. She's probably sending some money back home. Gunther is clearly had his wrinkly toes stepped on at some point here, right? Yeah, a couple things that kind of play out here. Interesting, because in a situation where you have stepchildren, typically there's a bit of a different dynamic than having your own biological children. There's a bit dynamic and different dynamic in emotion. The connection maybe is not there as much or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, But it's interesting if you look at this situation, because here the interesting thing is he did not touch the daughter that is significant from the standpoint that it adds an extra element into this crime we've seen it so many times where the killer just sort of doesn't care he just wants to clear the board right like an old grizzly bear coming through the woods and meets up with a a lone lone mama bear with her two kids kills the two kids and starts making his own with her type of thing yes this guy's too old to be making kids though i guess he, he must have had, he had some humanity for, or some love for the child, or obviously he was pissed off at the wife. Do we have any answers on that? No, we don't. We don't. So there's a lot of question marks, which is sad. Mm. I can tell you this, that the daughter has grown up and has a, a happy and healthy life now. So that's good. Oh, it's a feel good then. Perfect. Yeah, it ends, ends in a positive note, sort of. I'm thinking of that dynamic that it was some kind of rage or anger toward her because of the way in which he killed her, shot her in the head, that there was no animosity toward the child, that if anything, there was, like you said, a level of humanity to get her out of the house. Now, when police arrived, the daughter was over at the neighbor's, and they approached the house. The front door was ajar. Mm, That's a weird entrance. And behind... What? Like to have... The front door? Like to be ajar. Like you would see, be able to see. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, it's like big circle glass. It's like. Yeah. You got to pop the top. Yeah. The only places that have jars for doors is the Masonic Lodge. Mm-hmm. Big mason door. Mason jar door. On those. Yeah. All right. With the dead body inside, go for it. Sorry. Yeah. So the door was a jar and right on the inside of the door, here's an extra little, little thing. His body was behind the door, partially burned. Burned. Because, surprise, he lit the house on fire. So when the police arrived there, they weren't just like, oh, what's going on here? The house is on fire already. So surprise, I was holding that back to give you a little bit of a cliffhanger. Took you a while to get to it. Yeah, I, I was ready just to wrap it up on principle. So so he lit the house on fire. He's kind of burned. Yeah, he's partially burned dead. Mm-hmm. His wife's body was found in the back room. She had been shot in the head and a revolver was found on scene. <sighs> kind of a sad one. You know, the unfortunate thing about, I think, kind of a sad one. Jeez. Very sad. What do you do? Light himself on fire? And he, 
half of his body was toasted? Like, was the house the house was not on fire? Well, he didn't try to cover it. This is ridiculous. So he killed he killed himself by fire. The signs of his death were the fire that burned him. Wow. So he shot his wife and he said, see you later. This is the last time I'm going to do this. And he lit himself on fire. Something. He had, he must have. Or he's 79 years old. Maybe he doesn't have full control over all of his faculties. Goes to try to set the house on fire. And you've seen those fail videos all the time where like, you know, the guy tries to light the pile of leaves on fire and ends up lighting his whole body on fire because he forgets that gasoline is not lotion. Shouldn't have it on your arms. You know, sure, absolutely. But there's one big problem with that plan is that he called 911 and told him exactly what he did already. Right. Well, he said that he was going to kill himself by lighting himself. No, I don't think he was trying to cover it up as much as maybe he was trying to just set the house on fire and in some way was maybe planning to shoot himself or something. But but he dropped he dropped the match down his shirt and was trying to whack it out and ended up dying. Eh? Yeah, yeah, probably. If he's any like any other 79-year-olds that I know, they have very healthy, regular subscriptions to things like pants of the month. <laughs> and those pants are always made out of like lycra or some kind of polyester. Those things go up like fast, man. So get those on fire. Pants. <laughs> Your legs are history. Pretty <laughs> mind. Well, great story, Up. Do we have a palate cleanser? We do. What else? Is there anything else on this, though? Anything else? So the, so the child is fine. The young, poor young girl who came over from the Philippines has been shot. Gunther calls it in, lights himself on fire, maybe. And Steve Tango's banging on the outside of the mason jar, helpless to save his good friend. To do anything. Yeah, we just had hamburgers together, Gunther. Yeah? Uh, Gunther! I smell more than burgers. I know you're in there. Yeah, you said you had you said you had nothing to bring to the barbecue, Gunther. It's all right. I smell polyester. Gunther, are you okay? Right. Gunther, Gunther. If you're on fire, stop, drop and roll. <laughs> but if you don't think you can get back up, don't do that. Gunther, how do I open this mason jar door? Tap tap on the front with a knife a couple times around the door. It'll loosen it. Hurry, I'm sealed in here with freshness. <laughs> Why do they both have the crappiest voices? All right. So do we have a palate cleanser on that? We do. I was honestly, when I heard this story, I really tried to dig to make the palate cleanser the story of their daughter. But there really isn't much. It was really, I got to say, in some cases, I think you even said it before we started this one earlier. Sometimes these things happen and people just don't care enough to really dig deep. Yeah. The articles were very anemic on this. It was sort of unfortunate, but I thought the age difference and the dynamic between the two, I thought, you know, it was worth us covering and spending a little time with, but I couldn't find anything on the daughter. We made the best of it. All right. So. So I got one for you. Please. Let me start this one with the quiz. Where are you in the world if an emergency happens and you have to dial 999 to call emergency? It's Great Britain, I think. Great Britain. And, and is that the UK or how does that break down? Which one's greater? Oh, man. Brit- Great Britain or the UK? Oh, it's the UK then. I don't know. I don't know. Karen, how does the whole island system work over there in Great Britain? Do you include Ireland and Scotland there? What makes up the UK? The United Kingdom is a unique country made up of four nations, England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. England, Wales, and Scotland also make up Great Britain. Oh, okay. 
All right. Yeah. We've got some great listeners over there in the UK, by the way. Some. Oh, yeah. They're going to be pleased with that little bit. Big fans. Well, I'm sure they're like, they probably are like, you don't even know where Iowa is, let alone where UK is. They know we don't know where anything is in the world. So. Right. That's true. All right. So call 999. We got a 999 call here. Got a 999 call. All right. uh, You ready for me to hit play? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Right after a quick commercial break, we go to pay the bills. Do you feel alone in the world right now? Well, maybe it's something you did. If you're like me, you pretend like you're rich and find yourself saying things like, Oh my gosh, Jericho, you look amazing in silicone suede jumpers. No, it's my treat, I insist. Or you catch yourself constantly exclaiming, The next round is on me! Every time you're at the root beer bar. But operator, you might be saying, You can't be rich. You do podcasts. To which I would say, yes, that is correct. And yes, maybe I have an unhealthy obsession with using my credit cards to try and buy the affection of those around me. Well, I'm here to tell you no more. I found a way to beat the bottom of the bank barrel blues. If you're like me and other faux rich people, you're looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So, if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt, It's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high-interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't even need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Even mildly acceptable podcasters with volunteer homicide detective degrees stand a chance. I can... Tell you from personal experience. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next day. So, rid yourself of those payments you're making on that regrettable silicone and rhinestone debt skin suit you put on without thinking... And take control of your rupee tab at the local addiction depot. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash crime machine. Remember that show? To find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash crime machine. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applications will qualify for the full amount. Hugs. All right. Here we go. Ambulance service. Tell me exactly what's happened. Mommy fell down the stairs. Your mommy fell down the stairs? I've got a baby. Sorry, has she got a baby? Yeah. Did, did mommy and the baby fall down the stairs at the same time? Yeah. Wow. That's a rough uh, start to this palate cleanser then. So, so the little baby saying that his mummy fell down the stairs at the same time with a baby. Yeah, with a baby. So this is three-year-old Emma. Oh, good. No relation to Emma Stone was alone. What? <laughs> That's not how the. Yeah, there was. They're not related. Oh, okay. I googled it. They are not related. Right, right, right. right. That's like saying Roger Rabbit. No, no relation to Roger Federer. 
Right. Well, they're not related either. I found that out. Okay. Perfect. Too. Just Google these things、mm. or care in them. Anyway, so Emma, little three-year-old Emma, she was alone in the house in Somerset, Southwest England, with her mother Catherine Bazard, and she told the operator what had happened and where they lived. This is pretty impressive because I have a three-year-old. If you said on the phone, "Hey, where do you live? What happened?" she'd say something like, "I want some chocolate milk and a unicorn." <laughs>、yeah. I don't think they have brains at that age, but little Emma, she's showing us difference. She's she's quite the amazing girl. Yes,、yeah, so、yeah. she's telling the operator in this case that her mother and baby have fallen down the stairs at the same time. But there's a twist. So you ready for me to、uh, to hit play?、Uh, one one more second there. Okay. How old? Sorry, is this is this child? You said three three and a half, or do you three years old? Three years old. I wonder on what side. Like you know, it really really does start to matter. Yeah, with the months beyond the three years, obviously, but any time between three and four, this this kid's yeah definitely showing up. The kid called nine one nine nine nine. This kid called nine nine nine. Called nine nine nine. Yes, she she did. She called nine nine nine. Maya, two and a half year old, would be I don't know doing a rain dance on my forehead, thinking it was funny. He even teabags me, you know. He just slams his and thinks it's funny. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. This this is great stuff. Well, I will say, I, my three year old, she she knows how to log onto my phone. She knows. It was weird the other day. Like I, she had my phone up too high watching Peppa Pig, and、mm. and I was like, turn that down. And she didn't use the side volume buttons on my iPhone. She touched the screen and slid up, and there was a volume controller there. And she changed the volume with her finger. I was like, "What are you, a wizard? Wow! What are you?" Yeah, mine does stuff like that too. But he also comes up to me when I'm sleeping and farts in my face. It goes farted on daddy. See, <laughs> funny. And I'm like, "Yeah, that is funny." Yeah. So I really don't think he would have called if I fell down the stairs with the baby. No, the cops would have shown up three days later, and they would have been like, "Oh man, that that guy's been dead for three days, and why does it smell like farts in here?" <laughs> He's got baby crap all over his face. What's that? Yes. And the baby's yeah, my baby would be like eating my eyeballs. The reporters say, "Man found dead for three days next to unintelligent baby." <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. And it's got like little baby nut marks all over my face, and he's been teabagging me relentlessly. It's just got teabag marks all over my face. <laughs> That's what would happen. All right, we got more of this call. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's more. You ready for me to hit play? Yes. All right, here we go. All right, my darling, we're gonna help mummy. Okay, so can you go grow up to your mummy for me? Where are you with her? You're with mummy. All right, is mummy breathing? Yeah. Mummy's breathing, is she? Yeah. All right, my lovely. Stay with me a second. Okay, stay on the phone. I'm not gonna hang up the phone. Okay. How's the baby? The baby's in mummy's tummy. Okay, sweetie. All right, my darling. That's okay. Do you, do you know where mummy's hurt? Where did mummy hurt herself apart from her head? Is she hurt anywhere else? No. No. Okay. And is mummy? Mummy got her eyes open? Is she talking to you? She's gone back to sleep now. Okay, but Emma, the ambulance is coming, my lovely. So I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Okay, sweetheart, and I want you to watch your mummy. And make sure that mummy's breathing. Okay, do you know what that means? Yeah. All right, you you better have an end. Amazing、uh, to this. I've got I've I've got a very good end to this one. This one's pretty amazing. So Emma actually had never been taught to dial nine nine nine. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, get this. Her five year old brother 
had been learning about the emergency services no. while at school, mm-hmm. and around the dinner table, the family had been talking to him in discussion about what to do. Incredible. She picked this up just through listening on what to do. Incredible. And called 999. That's it. To save her mother. So so the mother had landed on her stomach, falling down the stairs, and it believed that it, 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 the impact had started labor. Mm. Um, she had ruptured her placenta, and if she hadn't gotten help, medical emergency would have become far more serious. So she needed to be taken to the hospital through the fall. Right. Had she not been taken to get the drugs that she needed, her baby would have arrived seven weeks early, which is also a miracle that a baby can arrive seven weeks early and live. But Yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility, though, for sure, right? So, so she was pretty deep into her pregnancy. I didn't catch how many months she was when she... Fell there. She was what? Seven months? She was 18, 18 months pregnant at that point. 18 months pregnant? Almost ninth. She was almost into her 95th trimester yeah, yeah. at that point. Okay. You don't have the information. That's okay. But she was, she was pretty big. No, she was big. She was with, well, okay. Here it says that she would have been, she would have arrived seven weeks early. So if we just walk back seven weeks. Seven months. Yeah. All right. Whatever. You did all right. You did all right. Since the accident, Mrs. Bazard. She gave birth to Emma's little brother. How about that? Ah, is he okay? No dents? No dents. Just like Chris D'Elia. Yeah, right on, man. Well, that is a great story. Um, something that really gets me about these kids, because where, where I live, they have a lot of immigration from England and the Philippines, incredibly. Two worlds colliding here. <laughs> very different stories. Right, well, very but, um, international. Right. With uh, with the English kids that my son hangs out with, the one boy comes over and he's like, oh, it's been ages since I've been here last. <laughs> like, ages? Ages. What are you, 78 years old? Do you want some tea? Crumpets? They all talk the same. Like, the kids have the same slang as their grandmothers do. Yeah. It's weird. I, I mean, it's it's charming. Pisses me off a bit. I, I think they, they're very proper because every British or English person is hoping to be knighted someday. And so they start them young. Ah, could be. Could be. That's got to be it. Yeah. It's the only reason I can come up with. Wow. Even that little girl there sounded super sweet though, didn't she? Like she sounded very polite and like... Yeah, she she unlocked the front door for the paramedics and she afterwards she told her mommy that the men in the green suits didn't scare her when they came through the door. Hmm. She said she came to with her lying in Emma's lap and her just saying, Mommy, it's going to be okay. I thought that was just amazing. It is very amazing. All right. Nothing else to say about that. Do you want to uh, go to bed separately? Yeah. Let's, uh, well, we can keep our beds together. For It's just body heat. That's why. That's all. All right. That's what I tell myself. Mm, me too. Well, all right, everyone. Bye. <laughs> is that your sign-off? Oh, um, Hugs. The 911 Calls Podcast is an 1159 media production hosted by the operator and his junior assistant to the operator, Mr. Luna. Produced by the operator and supported by friends like you. Help us keep the lights on by supporting us on Patreon, gossiping about the show and throwing us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until the next call, hugs. Hugs.